Welcome to Through Emma's Eyes, a Jenny McKinney production with your hosts, Jenny McKinney and Jill Best. We are here to bring you the stories that give us all hope as we look through the eyes of another. Emma Hell Smith was an extraordinary woman that inspired countless individuals both in her time and even today. She is the inspiration behind the original musical Through Emma's Eyes, where we tell her story from her perspective. On this podcast, we will not only share her joys and sorrows, but also experiences of others that have walked both difficult and beautiful journeys to discover their divine purpose. I'm your host, Jenny McKinney, writer and producer of Through Emma's Eyes, and with me is my dear friend and co-host, Jill Best. How are you, Jill? I'm good, Jenny. I'm good. Excited to be here today. What a fun interview I'm looking forward to. Yes, I'm super excited as well. Um, today we get a we get to interview my very dear friend, my young bestie, Karis Kinman. Karis, when I first typed in your name for my records purposes, I typed Karis Morgan Egg. And I'm like, oh, wait, she's been married two years. I need to change that. It's okay. I haven't changed it legally yet either. So <laughs> we're good. We're on the same page. Jill, I'm really excited to introduce Karis. At first, I want, since we are co-hosts, we need to let the audience get to know us a little bit. And I've introduced myself enough, so I'd like you to introduce yourself a little bit more. (laughs) Yes, um, I actually met Jenny about 11 or 12 years ago when she was uh, considering bringing Emma the Musical to the large stage, which we uh, did together in 2013 here in Nampa. It was an amazing experience, and we co-directed the musical together. In my personal life, I am a Master Transformational Coach. Um, I work in life and relationships. And I'm also an energy balancing practitioner. So it keeps me busy. I love what I do, but I am really looking forward to bringing this musical again to the Missouri area next year as director. And to be able to take it to the lands where these events actually happen has been my and Jill's dream for 10 years. We have, we have planned and talked and we never thought we'd get to this point. And now here we are and we're so excited. And I know that the region that we're going has very special meaning to Karis too. And so um, Karis, I'd like you to introduce yourself a little bit. So we know about you outside of Emma first and about maybe your sweetheart. Um, By the way, her sweetheart, I call him bestie junior because Karis is bestie and she, and her (laughs) husband's bestie junior. (laughs) Tell us about you, Karis. So my name is Karis. I'm from Knoxville, Tennessee. I'm 23 years old. I serve my mission in Independence, Missouri, where they will be um, producing this musical next year. So it's really, really special. Um, I just told them earlier today, I'm praying and hoping that my life currently and at that time will line up so that I can step away from whatever's going on in Knoxville and perform in, in Independence. But we'll see. Who knows what that will look like then. I met my husband when I was 18. I was still in high school. I was about to get my mission call and he had just got his mission call. I got home from my mission in 2020, right about two weeks after the world shut down because of COVID. And then we got married uh, about four or five months later. And I tell you what, that was a party, man. We have, that could be like a whole episode about your reception in the pouring rain. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yes. We'll have to tell that story sometime because it's great. It's, it's, it's It was a little scary, but it was great. It was great. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah. Um, Karis played Emma Smith 
in our 2018 production of Through Emma's Eyes here in Knoxville, Tennessee. And I got to know Karis from church. She was friends with my kids. And and it was kind of interesting how it's interesting how the spirit works. And sometimes we argue or we are like, what do you mean? I don't understand this. And then it all makes sense later, right? So mm-hmm. I have to tell you, I have to tell you guys how we got Karis to play Emma Smith. So as she said, she was in high school because, you know, she's young. And so high school wasn't that long ago. And, and you did a lot of music theater over the years, correct? Mm-hmm. I did it in school. Yeah. So I was, uh, my husband and I were having dinner with some friends in Oak Ridge. And we were talking about me doing a um, program for the um, singles adult group that they were over at the time. And, and my husband says, why don't you tell them about the show? And I said, no, they're not going to want to know about the show. And he's like, you should tell them. And so I gave him a brief synopsis of Through Emma's Eyes. And for the next hour, they were just drilling me with all kinds of questions about what would it take to bring that show to Tennessee. And the entire hour at the, at not even the back of my mind, at the front of my mind, it was like, some, like a woodpecker saying, Karis, 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 the whole time. And I just thought, what? It was kind of like I was swatting a fly, like, go away. I'm trying to have a conversation, right? (laughs) And and it just was there, your name over and over. I mean, I don't even know how many dozens of times your name kept coming to my mind during that hour-long conversation. Oh, my gosh. And so at the end, I said, I don't know what the significance is, but I just know that Karis Morganay is to be involved with this show. And I told them how I knew that. I said, let's just move forward. So we kind of set up a timeline asking making all of our connections and things to, mm-hmm. could we make this happen? And let's just see what it would take to produce a show here. And the very next day I ran into Karis at church mm-hmm. and she was in the hall. She went to get a drink. It was actually during meetings where nobody else was in the hall. Do you remember this conversation, yes, Karis? Mm-hmm. And she was, I don't know, we both were out in the hall for a drink or whatever. And it was just like, talk to her right now. And so you have to know Saturday night, in this conversation we planned on, this was, I think in January or February, somewhere around there. And we had planned on if we bring the show to Knoxville, it won't be until the fall of that year. So I told her, I have something really exciting to tell you. And I like, I was just so excited. And she said, well, you said something about Donnie Osmond because Karis is Donnie Osmond's biggest fan. He says, you know, Donnie Osmond, you're going to introduce me to Donnie Osmond. <laughs> I said no, but and, like, and you were just kind of like, yeah. oh, yes, I remember <laughs> that. Point. <laughs> and I said, yes. we're going to bring the show to Knoxville. And she got really excited. And she said, what are the chances that I could play Emma Smith? And do you remember what I told you? You're like, I don't know. I don't know. Your chance is as great as anybody else who auditions. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. And so I know she's like, okay. And so, um, and then you asked, well, when are you doing this show? Because you, I couldn't remember. I think you were getting ready to go with BYU for a semester. Is that right? I, um, I was going to be turning 19 in August and I was going to be putting in my availability for my mission the day of my oh, birthday. Okay. So okay. I was leaving in August. So you were leaving and, and in that fall and what yeah. came out of my mouth was June 1st and 2nd. That's the answer that came out of my mouth. And it was one of those moments where you stop and you kind of like mentally smack yourself and, and then you're, you just kind of think, why did I say that? You're like, what? Where in the world? Yeah. 
yeah, what were you thinking? What was I thinking? That wasn't me. Was that me? Did I say that? Because there was no way we could pull the show together in less than six months. It wasn't even possible. I've done it and it's just not possible to do it mm -hmm. on the level I wanted to. And long story short, we did pull it together. We did, we did perform. It was beautiful. And Karis did audition and she nailed it. And the Smith family came um, to the show. And we talk about that with um, Kimberly Jo Smith in another episode of their reaction to your performance as Emma. And they were just like, she's Emma. She's her. Yeah. And it was just for me as the composer of this was the greatest thing I could have ever heard was that my lead, my lead gal really took on that character. Okay. I'm done. <laughs> well, I wanted to give that background. Go ahead, Karis. This, the question, tell us about your experience playing Emma Smith. What did you do to get into character for this role? How did learning about this great man impact your life? Well, great woman for you. But... Woman. Yes. <laughs> I know. When I, I think they mean woman. So a couple miracles happened leading up to this. Number one, I met my husband in January and I don't, I don't remember if it was after I had already met him, you told me about the musical or what, but I felt head, head over heels, madly in love with him. Madly in love. Madly with him. in love with him. He hung the moon. He could do no wrong. It was like this. I had never felt that way about anybody in my life before. That's cool. He goes on his mission. He leaves May 1st. Um, and then we did the musical June 1st and 2nd, right? Yes. So I'm madly in love with him. He goes on his mission. It broke both of our hearts because I was like two years without this best friend of mine. I said goodbye to him. It was very emotional, very touching, very powerful experience. I know there is no way I could have played Emma Smith. Because if I loved my husband and I'd only known him for a short amount of time and it, we didn't go through anything um, compared to what Emma and Joseph went through, there's no way I could have played her character being in love with Joseph had I not known my husband and been in love with him. I didn't even know what it was to love someone like that. Mm. So that was a huge miracle. Another miracle, all growing up, my family talked about and respected Emma and Joseph Smith. We watched the Emma Smith, my story movie a lot. We watched the Joseph Smith prophet of the restoration movie a lot on Sundays. So I was very familiar with these stories that I was acting out. We had been to Nauvoo a couple times. We went to Palmyra in New York. And so these events were familiar to me. So it wasn't foreign to be telling this story about her. And so having that background, I didn't have any bitterness or confusion or frustration or anger towards either of them. And even if I had, I'm sure that, you know, the Lord would have worked with me and I could have done it, but it, it was just nice that I got to start off with that understanding that I love and respect those two individuals. And so um, preparing for this musical was really, really, really a very sacred, special time in my life. And it's funny. I remember we were at a rehearsal and we were supposed to be off book by this, by this rehearsal. We were supposed to know our lines, know the music, know the staging, know the choreography. We were supposed to basically already know what we're supposed to be doing. So everybody's there. They're off book. Of course, I'm 
texting my husband because I'm missing him. Oh, my word. I was waiting for you to say something about the texting with Jacob. (laughs) Did you feel my eye roll just now, people? Yes. Like, you guys, did you feel my eye roll? (laughs) And I'm not off book. I wasn't even close to off book. I was so reliant on my – um. The music and the lines, the script that I, it was just pitiful. Everyone was probably so bugged with me, but I was just in my own world. I was an 18 year old girl. I was still in high school. And I remember it hit me one day. I have over 20 songs to memorize lines, choreography, staging. I can't go up there and need my binder for this musical and it hit me like a ton of bricks and I started panicking and I worked for hours after (laughs) hours after that memorizing everything I learned it so well that my co-performer the one who played Joseph would look at me like which song is next and I just had them bam 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 memorized so anyway that was like a cold sweat moment for me where I thought oh my goodness I have to memorize all this stuff I better start working hard and from then on I feel like it got better, but it was rough for <laughs> it was rough for a while. That's amazing. Wow. I <laughs> wow. I have so many memories of <laughs> that time period of you. It's like get off your phone. <laughs> yes, everyone was like, get off your phone. That's so cute. Funny. I um we're going to actually be doing an interview with John Zerden, who who did play your what's the word I'm looking for, Jill? Co your co-star. Yeah, co-star, thank you. We're going to be interviewing John Zerbin, who was your co-star playing Joseph Smith, and I I almost feel like it'd be it'd be really interesting to have you two on together and talk about. Yes, Zerbin. I haven't talked to him since that day that yeah, we okay. finished performing. I haven't seen him yeah. in a long time. Karis, I wanted to ask you. Well, first before I jump into my questions, Jill, do you have any questions right now? No, I just wanted to make a comment though. That I I feel. I feel really sad that I wasn't there to be able to witness this performance, but I have watched it. And uh, Karis, you were amazing. Aww, you absolutely were you. amazing. Your whole, how do I put this? Your whole countenance radiated, Emma. It just Aww. radiated. You could just see it in you, in your soul. It, it radiated through your face. Um, and you did a beautiful job. And when I found out how old you were, I was shocked that you could embrace that role to the level that you did. You literally embodied Emma. And I want to thank you for that because I'm sure Emma was extremely pleased and I was very impressed watching you perform that. So that makes me all the more excited to see you be able to get this performance next year with us. And uh, I am starting my praying uh, (laughs) right now. For you well, to be able to well, do just that. remember, Karis, you have as much a chance as anybody else who auditions. <laughs> so I want to talk a little bit about one one thing that I just thought was um, so obviously the Lord the Lord's hand in your life was while we were performing the show. Right at the end, it was I I believe it was oh during one of our very last rehearsals, maybe you received your mission call to serve as a full-time missionary for the church of Jesus Christ, Latter-day Saints. And we had you read that or announce it at the show, which was super fun. And you, as you said before, you got called to independence, Missouri. Mm -hmm. What, what was your thought when 
I mean, right now I have chills all the way down to my toes. What was your thought when you got called to go to the land of Emma and Joseph as you were playing this amazing woman? It was a very surreal experience for me. It testified to me that the Lord is aware of us. He is aware of the details in our lives and he puts us in the right place at the right time to accomplish what he needs done. And it's really cool because the connections that I made with people there, the places that I got to go, the people that I got to meet, it was a really, really cool experience. I feel so grateful that I got to serve there and that I got to walk the very roads that they walked. That's amazing. And what one thing I love about um, you being there, and you and I talked about this this morning, is that for a short time, my family ended up in Missouri and Karis and I were actually in the same area and we got to see each other while she was serving her mission and um, spend time together. And so that was really, that was really special to just be able to, to be there together to connect. Um, I kind of feel like we're coming full circle. We're almost there, you know, so land this part, Karis, land this part. (laughs) So we can go full circle (laughs) on this. Karis, is there anything else you would like to share about how getting to know Emma and Joseph has blessed your life? or how this has, um, being a part of telling Emma's story has helped grow your own testimony. Yeah, there's an experience. I was debating sharing it, but I feel like I should. Um, It was a dress rehearsal. No one was in the audience. We were just going through the musical. I think it was a couple days before we actually performed it. And might I add, with almost no budget, and <laughs> no budget <laughs> borrowed everything volunteer everything we it it came together honestly better than i could have expected with our we were dealt a really bad hand of cards as far as trying to put together a fully fledged musical but it came together beautifully more than we could have ever imagined wouldn't you agree I totally agree. We saw so many miracles in this opportunity. So many miracles. People came out of the woodworks to be like, oh, I have a random, you know, such and such dress that will look perfect. Or I have this. I have a couch. I have, have, yeah, I have all the things you need. Yeah. So that being said, dress rehearsal night. It was one of the first times we had run through the musical on the stage that we were going to be performing it. Which, by the way, was super tiny super tiny very tiny there's a scene in the musical like a lamb to the slaughter where joseph smith is singing about going to carthage jail he says goodbye to emma i have to start sobbing everybody else is singing he is walked off the stage by someone and he looks back And as we're performing this, we had probably run through this specific song many, many times. It wasn't like it was the first time I had seen this. There was no fanfare. There was no cheering. There was no audience to give this feeling that I got. But as he was walking off the stage, it was like the strongest, most powerful impression just laid itself on me. Joseph Smith was a prophet of God. 
he was a real person. He had a real calling from God. He gave his life so that we could have the Book of Mormon and have this gospel. And I just started bawling real tears. I wasn't acting at that point. And in the musical, she's supposed to kind of fall to the ground and sob. And I didn't even have to remind myself of my stage directions. That's what I did because I couldn't handle, I couldn't contain this spiritual feeling that Joseph Smith was a prophet of God. And that experience has carried me through friends leaving the church, people on my mission that would tell me things about Joseph Smith, reading the saints book and reading some difficult history. That experience has carried me through to say, I don't care what you tell me about Joseph Smith. I cannot, I cannot deny what I learned in that moment. I I would be betraying the knowledge and truth that I was given in that moment to say, well, I don't think he's a prophet. I know he was a prophet of God. And that was something that's invaluable to me. I There is no amount of money or things I could sacrifice to, to gain that experience. It was so beautiful. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, Karis, that is amazing. That is so sweet. Thank you for being so willing to share that and touch. I'm in tears. Jenny's in tears. Um, yeah, that has really touched my heart. And the one thing that came to my mind as you were sharing that was Joseph in the in the sacred grove and what he what he witnessed there, what he went through there, and then the persecutions that came after that, just as he's trying to share what he, mm -hmm. what happened to him, what he really truly saw and knew, and how many persecutions that he went through and and had to continue to to witness, yeah. you know that 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 it was true and that it really did happen. So, um, yeah. What a beautiful thing. What a beautiful, beautiful testimony. Yeah. I don't think you shared that one with me before, Karis. Yeah. So that's, I don't, I mean, you shared some pretty special things with me, but I don't recall that one. So thank you for sharing You're that welcome. today. Something that's so personal and sacred. You know, I never imagined to be, I never imagined to be doing this show again. I thought Knoxville was absolutely my last run. And I knew I wasn't going to direct it again. And so when Jill and I worked things out where she would direct and I to produce and everything. Um, and we, we've been talking a lot about, do we do it in Missouri? Or we, we've, we've kind of gone back and forth on some of the locations. And and I know if we did it in Knoxville again, it'd be, everybody would come just, if you played Emma, they'd be like, oh, Karis, it's Karis. We're going to go just because it's Karis. <laughs> because you're such a, a wonderful individual. Um, you're such a great person person that just loves people and genuinely makes them feel the love of our savior when you're when you're around them and I feel like in order for you to have played Emma the way you did you had to be that kind of individual do you know what I'm saying like I don't think you could have played Emma that way and had the experiences that you did if you were super haughty or whatever I think you had to be this wonderful humble individual i mean now don't get me wrong sometimes you have great confidence <laughs> to your skills <laughs> but not in not not in a not in a haughty way at all Thank and you. so i'm grateful that the lord brought you into my life 
as my bestie, right? But also as somebody who has been such an intricate part of telling this story and helping me fulfill my life's mission. That's huge to me to have people like you say, yeah, I'll do this. And I don't need to make a ton of money. I just want to do it because I love Emma and Joseph and I want to tell their story. So thank you for being, thank you for being a part of this, for, for, for being a part of Emma's story. It's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Karis, I wanted to ask you, what's your favorite song from the show that you've been able to perform? Probably the sunsets on the Mississippi. I was thinking about that. I was humming it today earlier. That song is just so beautiful. And then when you were in Nauvoo on the Mississippi River and you called me and we sang it together on the phone. I remember that. It was amazing. Yes, I loved that. That one is one of my favorites. I also love any of the ones where Emma and Joseph are singing and they're happy. They're few and far between because I think their life was scattered with a few little joyful moments. But on the whole, they they suffered a lot and went through a lot for the gospel. But I think those moments where you get to see that they really were best friends. I love those moments. Awesome. It's beautiful. I am grateful. Absolutely Thank beautiful. you for sharing that. Karis, before we um, wrap up today, is there anything else um, you want to share? Are you good? It would be an absolute miracle if I was able to do the musical again. I'm not going to bet on it, but I know if it's supposed to happen, the Lord will orchestrate things to work out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we hope for that too. I mean, we've got a pretty good word in with the director and producer, so. <laughs> they might at least let me audition. Well, audition, no no problem there, but. For my audition, I'll submit the musical. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Karis Kinman. Karis Morgan Egg Kinman, because she hasn't legally changed it. <laughs> We're grateful. What you say? Church, on the church app, it comes up as Kinman. But okay, legally, well, Karis, Karis, whatever last name you're choosing today. No, I'm just kidding. Karis Kinman, thank you for joining us today and sharing your beautiful experiences. We are grateful that you have given us a glimpse into how you have personally connected with to Emma and seen life a little more through her eyes. We are thankful. So you're awesome. Thank you. Thank you to everyone who has joined us on the podcast today. We hope that you've been inspired or touched in some way. To find out more about the musical Through Emma's Eyes, please visit our website at throughemmaseyes.com. We also appreciate your financial support. It takes a lot of financial support in order for us to bring the show to the Midwest next year. You can make a donation directly on our website. So that's it for this week. See you next time when we learn a little bit more about life through Emma's eyes. Bye-bye.